This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 506, how to get into a flow state when you learn English with Kevin Conwell. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 16 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to instantly download your transcript from today's episode, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, allearsenglish.com forward slash T-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-S. Today, you'll meet our guest, Kevin, and we'll talk about ways you can challenge yourself in your English learning to get into the best state of mind for maximum retention. Today, we have a guest on All Ears English. Our guest today is fueled most by culture, music, and personal development. He's the creator of the Feel Good English podcast, where he teaches English through life and business skills based on ideas from inspiring books and TED Talks. His background is in psychology and language learning. Our guest today is Kevin Conwell. So let's welcome Kevin to the show. Hey, Kevin, welcome to All Ears English. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you today? I'm great, Lindsay. How are you doing? Good. Welcome back, Kevin. You are here from Feel Good English, and you were on our show way back in July of 2014 for episode 158, where you told our listeners about how to use Facebook groups to find English-speaking friends. And by the way, Kevin, that episode was really popular. Thank you. <laughs> oh, cool. I'm glad it helped. Yeah, I, I, I try to be as useful as possible. Yes, uh, yes. Absolutely. Very good, Kevin. Thank you. And you're back today to talk about a new topic, which is really in line with the website, your new website and your new podcast that you're creating. And you're going to tell us about self-awareness today and how our listeners can use self-awareness to become better English learners. Is that right? Uh, Yeah. You know, it's it's something that I've seen over the years of teaching and, and being around so many students is you have to learn how to enjoy the process of learning English and becoming better. And like you talk about connecting with people, you have to really know what works for you and yes. what you enjoy and, 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 and just, you know, keep doing those things. And so we'll talk about that today. And self-awareness might be a new topic or a new uh, word for some of the people out there. But um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah, very cool, Kevin. So let's just get right into it now then. So the the, the word self-awareness, as you said, I feel like this word is a very kind of Western, Western notion, the concept of self-awareness. So for our listeners who maybe haven't heard of this term or, or haven't been interested in this term in the past, what does it mean in practical terms when we say self-awareness? So yeah, in, in just as far as the word awareness, this might even be new for some people. Awareness is to be able to recognize something or to be able to see something. Yeah. Um, so if you say self-awareness, it's, it's to be able to, to see something inside of you or to even feel something inside Ooh, of you. I like that. I like that. And we know that, you know, when we talk about very successful people, people who perform at the highest levels in business and sports, they all, they know about this and they tune into this to a very high level. So I think this is great. Well, let's just get right into it then, Kevin. I think today you're going to offer our listeners three core tips, practical tips, uh, how they can use self-awareness to reach to that 
advanced level? I mean, what they what can they do, Kevin? Sure. So great. So first, let me start with a quote. Okay. And uh, this quote comes from a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk. He's a, a marketer, an entrepreneur. He's a very outspoken guy. Yeah. And <laughs> he is big on this topic of self-awareness, especially in business. And yeah. what we want to tie this into today, to today is, is language learning. So the quote is this. Self-awareness allows people to recognize what things they do best so they can go hard on those aspects of their life. It also helps you accept your weaknesses. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Okay. So Gary Vaynerchuk is a big thought leader in the online business community, right? And so he has some insight. So maybe he knows what he's talking about here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'd say so. And, and that's what he does. He's, he he studies people and he and he, and he knows, you know, he's, he's a speaker. He's a big public speaker. And he, and he sees all of these people these days trying to do things with business and whatnot that he thinks maybe that's not for them, but they, mm-hmm. they think they should be doing that, but maybe they... Maybe that's not for them. Maybe they should figure out more what's, what is right for them. They should be more aware. They should be recognized more what's good for them. Oh, I love that concept. We had a, we had a guest on the show about a year and a half ago. Her name was Laura Garnett and she talked about the zone of genius. And I think that would fall into this too. Really recognizing your strengths and your weaknesses and trying to build your career or your activities around what you do uniquely well, better than everyone else. Um, but Kevin, I want to hear from you today. So let's get straight into it. Let's get into your three tips for our listeners. I mean, how can our listeners use this concept of knowing ourselves, looking inward to become better English learners? Sure. So let's so let's start with a very f- very practical tip first. And what I want the the listeners to do is I want them to go into Google and search this word flow. Flow is spelled F L O W. And what you'll find is there's a, a a thought leader in this area. He's from Hungary. His name is Mihaly <laughs> no sure. one can pronounce his name. It's okay. <laughs> Way too difficult. And and just start researching this topic of flow a little bit. And what this means is flow is uh, when you are doing an activity and the activity is for – in simplifying it, the activity is right for you. It's mm-hmm. at the right level. So what that means is you're going to feel good while, while doing something. You're going to feel motivated. You're going to feel uh, energized. And, and this comes from finding activities that are a little bit challenging for you, but not too challenging. It's not too difficult. Also, on the other hand, it's not too easy. Yeah. So, which means it's not boring. It's not, um, it's not frustrating. It's just a little bit challenging for you. And, and this is going to help you find activities that will help you start to improve your English better, mostly because you'll be enjoying what you're doing and you'll be learning from those enjoyable experiences. So that's that's the first step is to just start learning about this idea of flow. Hey guys, the transcripts are back because you've been asking for them. You can get a professionally made transcript of today's episode when you go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts. Okay. I like that. I like that. And then are we going to translate that into specific activities? Is that coming in the next tip or should we, should we cover that now? Like how do, if our listeners kind of, how can they find material? How do they know if they're in flow? I mean, where do we look for these materials? Lindsay, you are quite smart. That's exactly the next step. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's the step two. So once we get this idea of, of how we can find activities that are good for us and being aware of what makes us 
feel these emotions of, of energized and motivated and happy, uh, and just really paying attention to these feelings that we're, that we're experiencing while we're doing these activities, we will start looking for a variety of activities that we can do to, to, to experiment with. And I'm a big believer in technology. Uh, so you're listening to this, your listeners are, are, are listening to this podcast now. So they obviously are familiar with some technologies and, Going online and finding places to speak with people or, um, you know, even watching certain videos or watching certain content or going into certain chat rooms or whatever. There's so many options and just kind of trying different things out yeah. and, and looking for these emotions that they will learn from uh, uh, studying a little bit about flow. Um, Ooh, I like and, it. And this is big. This isn't something you do in a day or an hour. Like this is yeah. something that can take weeks, you know, and it's just it, – it's just – experimenting with different activities and seeing what works and and not thinking that you have to do this or you have to do that or you have to sit in a classroom and and mm-hmm. do this and do this book or that you have to study grammar for hours or that the only way to pass certain assessment tests is to to, to get really deep into grammar mm-hmm. it's not it's not for everyone you have to be aware you have to recognize what works for you and yeah. those those activities are out there I love that, Kevin. That's fantastic. So again, just to make sure it's clear for our listeners, we're looking for something that is challenging, but not too challenging and not, of course, not boring, right? It should be somewhere in between where we're striving. It's not easy for us, um, but it's not impossible, right? Exactly. And it's that sweet spot. It's a sweet sweet spot spot. of 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 finding something. You're going to have to have a little bit of courage, a little bit of confidence to put yourself in these situations, but yeah. it should challenge you. I mean, if you, if your listeners think of something, you know, let's say they play the piano or something like that. Okay, Kevin. So what's that, that example? If we're playing piano, how do we find flow? For example. So imagine you're a piano player, um, taking another example, not, not learning English. So you're a piano player and you're, you're pretty good. You're at a intermediate level. You can play songs pretty well. The, the right state, the state of flow or where you would want to be, what will keep you progressing and enjoying what you're doing would be finding somebody who's just a little bit better than you and being able to practice with this person so you can Definitely. kind of move up to their level. Oh, yeah. I love that. There's so many examples. I remember when I used to play a lot of tennis, this always happened. You know, you wanted to play with that person who was just a little bit better than you. But Kevin, this is a discipline, constantly searching for something that's harder and challenging ourselves. I mean, how can we get ourselves to do this every day? How can we push ourselves? You know, you know, I think what needs to happen is you need to you just be patient for, let's say, a month and give yourself the time to try this out. And see where you get to in a month. What keeps us motivated in, in, in language learning is seeing progress. We see that we're getting better. Uh, mm-hmm. that's what will keep us going. So it's not, it doesn't come in a day, but it does come with time. And if you find these experiences and this, these types of, of techniques that, that keep you interested enough, and then you just wait just a little bit to actually see yourself getting better by getting feedback from somebody or realizing that you're understanding English better online or on TV and just having these little signals like, wow, my English is improving. This will keep you going. So have patience and wait, wait for the progress to come. Yeah, no, totally. I love that idea, Kevin. I think this is really going to resonate with a lot of our listeners because a lot of our listeners are stuck on that plateau, right? That famous plateau, the intermediate plateau, trying to break through to being natural and fluent in English, but they can't find a way. And I think what, what you're saying to us today is that we need to look into ourselves, right? The problem is maybe not, you know, our teachers or what we're doing. It's 
well, it is actually what we're doing. But first looking into ourselves, are we challenging ourselves, right? Take the responsibility on ourselves. Sure. And, 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 and there's so many ways. And, and, and I'll go into the third step of what your listeners yeah. can do. And, this do is, and, and I'll give you an example of how this worked for me. So once you find these activities that work for you, I want you to go all in. And you put all of your efforts into these activities. Yeah. To give you an example of how open this is. For me, when I was living in Brazil with a very you know big goal of becoming a fluent Portuguese speaker, what I enjoyed – was learning Portuguese through real conversations and interactions with, you know, Brazilians there. And this was most of the time at parties or barbecues or things like that. Mm-hmm. So it was a fun environment. However, it wasn't that easy to go just try to speak and try to communicate, especially when I was learning. I, you know, you feel dumb sometimes, you feel stupid, but <laughs> that was my learning environment. And I said, okay, this is where I'm going to learn. This is where I'm going to become fluent. And so, you know, weekly I'd go to these parties and I'd, I'd, I'd put myself out there, meaning I'd risk, you know, I'd risk looking stupid. Yeah. To, you know, to improve and, and to constantly communicate and practice and try and, and make jokes and, and, you know, come up with a lot of stupid words. Of course, everybody's teaching me, you know, ridiculous <laughs> words, but that was my, right, sure. <laughs> that, that was my flow state. It was inspiring. It was challenging. It was not too difficult, not too easy. And, and, you know, over time, you know, I'm talking months. You, there'd be there'd be progress, and I'd all of a sudden say, "Wow, this is becoming easier. This is this is cool." And then you, you go yeah. into more deeper conversations, and you just keep you just keep progressing like that. Right, I love that, and not only that, but we also feel more alive when we're in this flow state. Right, we really are alive. You know, when we hit this level of complacency, we start to get bored, and we start to become dull to the world, and the world becomes dull to us. Right, because we're not feeling that challenge, we're not feeling that that aliveness inside of us. So, I think for our listeners, you know, if you're feeling bored, not only with your English learning, but just with life in general, you know, mix it up, start pushing yourself, and get into that flow state, and you'll see it extending out to other areas of your life. Right, Kevin? No, that's awesome. Yeah. And feeling alive, it's a perfect way to say it. And, you know, what's the opposite of that? Think of you sitting in a classroom with a book, feeling close to death. You know, you're almost dead. Like, this is horrible. And, and people probably felt that way. So feel alive. And those activities are out there. Just just look for them. Put in the effort of finding the activities more than putting in the effort of just, you know, studying English for the, the word studying, whatever that means. You know, But yeah, yeah sure. I- Oh, I love that, Kevin. Thank you so much for coming on today and talking about this concept of really we've been talking today about how to feel alive when we learn English. And I love that concept. That is going to resonate with our listeners so much, Kevin. And I have a feeling that you're talking a lot about about how to do this over at your new blog, right? Feel Good English. So can you tell us how to how to find you online and how to check out your new podcast and your website and what you're doing? Sure. So yeah, just simply go to Feel Good English Podcast. Um, this is something new that I'm doing. And basically what I'm going to be doing is, is talking about these types of ideas and using books and TED Talks from professionals and thought leaders in these areas to really help you or help the learners become stronger, more positive English learners with the idea of feeling more alive in their English learning. So feelgoodenglish.com is where you can find everything that I do or go onto iTunes and look for Feel Good English. You'll find the podcast there and, and start listening and learning and that's it. 
<laughs> very cool. Very good. So I would encourage you guys to go on over there. If this episode really kind of hit home for you, if you feel like this strikes a chord with you, if you want to feel more alive when you're learning English and you want more ideas on how to do that, go over and check out what Kevin is doing over there and subscribe to his new podcast as well. So Kevin, thanks again for coming on the show today. It's been great to see you on the show again. Awesome. Lindsay. It's been great, to, great being here and thank you for making me feel alive. <laughs> You're very welcome. And same to you, Kevin. I'll see you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.